0: Hey, Alihupa. Hey, guys. We're going on a national bikini tour, and we're looking for two oil boys who can grease us up before each competition.
1: You are in luck. There's a town about three miles that way. I'm sure you'll find a couple guys there.
2: Lanterns? all right folks we are joined today by friend of the show jake carey say hi jake hey everybody APL hey, Podcast, hey. Today? yeah great great we had a lot of requests to get you back on the show so many jake We just uh you know the calendars couldn't work for a bit you yeah. know, um, yeah. COVID got in the way of all these Zoom calls, of course. And here we are. Here we are we at March 2022. We haven't done a Zoom call in a while, actually. Yeah. what's the last time? Paul Flart? No. That Paul Flart, that was Zoom like call?
0: two or three
1: years ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Time flies. <laughs> time flies.
1: <laughs> Ryan, I like how you answer that so fast. Like, you know, 100% at that was so long ago. Oh, we
2: got to get yeah. Paul back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Where
1: where are they now? Segment.
2: Yeah, yeah. Where is where is Jake now? So what's um what's been happening with Jake's life that you want to get the listeners up to speed on? You got your your bachelor pad in, in Vancouver. That's pretty big. Uh, you know, I was yeah, always saying, you know, it's, what's it's a bachelor. Look how this pad
1: is. Yeah. What's uh, it's kind of new, and then everything else just stems from that. But it's really just me uh, batching it. Which Do you bad. feel
2: like the the single ladies know when you have a pad versus when you don't have a pad?
1: Uh, I don't know. Probably. I tell them mm. almost immediately. It was it's a it's it's right. you know, it's a starter. Yeah. So yeah. is it
0: a, it's a full-on bachelor pad, no broken out bedroom, like your bedrooms, your kitchen? Um,
1: no. So Ryan's seen it. I kind of have this solarium at the very back on the window which has a slider and some blinds, and, and I set word. the bed up in there okay
0: mm-hmm. solarium yeah kind
1: of it's Ryan, got a sliding like slide
2: yeah i call it a, like a sunroom solarium you keep, yeah. you're gonna
1: and you put your bed in the sunroom yeah yeah so it should be uh pretty nice and warm i like to sleep hot right. over the summer so oh god yeah it
2: makes yeah. makes sense the just hottest use time just wake the year. up just roasting yeah wake oh, yeah. up
0: and you're already you already got that tan mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. like i'm just slow boiling over the month of july and august
2: yeah, can't wait. Hey Jake, for that. Uh,
1: you're a you're a tanning oil guy, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, when I did, I did uh, so earlier in the year. This is also something new. I went to Maui for five days, four or five days, and it was just only Maui Babe. Like I was just mm. covered in the stuff. Like I'd go to bed and stain the sheets. That's a
0: brand, right?
1: Yeah, Maui Babe is the. Uh, I think it's made by uh, the government of Hawaii. Like it's state owned, and wow. they, it's the stuff that they use for everybody. Yeah.
2: Oh huh. Yeah, be sure to yeah. use uh promo code uh Jake on the patio to yeah. to get 20% off your your Maui Bay purchases.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just I just bring it up cuz you've been pushing the tanning oil Ryan like this is the summer of tanning oil. I've never been a tanning oil guy. Mm. So I'm curious, Jake. Yeah. It yeah. seems like you've had really I I think s- this is going to be the
1: summer for. It's going to be a big time just hot guy summer. Like you just Set down immediately i think that's what it's going to be and i'm going to try and get at least one face kill a month and uh should do well like you put it you put it on do you put it on between meetings or do you put it on like during the workday at all oh i i don't do it during the workday it's 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 more of a me and a leisure time kind of thing okay so you don't Mm -hmm. have it like soaking through your
0: um button up
1: no no and and uh and if i was wearing it during the workday i probably only do my hands and face like I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't cover myself in oil and then put the white shirt on top. No, undershirt.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a vibe. <laughs> you know what? I feel like everyone, everyone looks better oiled up, you know? yeah just do. get that nice glow going on here just and like it doesn't no matter, matter where it, it you
0: could are be, um, a post-workout sweat it could be mm. at the beach sweat um like a nervous
1: sweat yeah, Brian, uh, doesn't I'm, matter, gonna, like, I'm gonna completely liquid. disagree here I, I think people like you know the bodies look better oiled up but not faces like oh a, yeah first date face with is my the best child, part i gonna go back to your <laughs> friends afterwards just be like you want not believe how oily this guy's face was my face. yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, that's sort of been going wrong. I've just been oiling up my dome before every single date here, <laughs> expecting results. Beads of oil falling down your forehead and nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you smell nice. You you can see your your reflection in my head a little bit, maybe. You know, like it's um, it's a look. Yeah, that, a look to be fair, sure. that,
1: that that's a good idea. Making your forehead have the ability to be a mirror, mm. it allows you to see themselves. And, right. Uh, be perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they like fish. You know, like they kind of get in front of the mirror and they're you know, they they're distracted that they don't know what to do, and all of a sudden, uh, bingo, bango bongo.
1: Yes, yes,
2: yeah. Yes, yes, and you know what? I've, I haven't been on the dating apps for a couple of months now, taking uh, taking good long hiatus. You know, just That's enjoying life. It's been great. It's yeah, been great. I yeah.
1: prefer it off the dating apps than on the dating apps.
2: Yeah, life off the dating apps is just just way better but yeah. I
1: know, oh without a doubt
2: yeah Kurt have you had to have you had to cycle through the the dating app on and off segment like I guess of your life since you've turned single
1: <laughs> have I, I haven't I haven't completed a cycle
2: you so. haven't okay yeah so
1: yeah let me, let me bring you up to speed so I've been on and off the dating apps for probably the better part of full five or six years now probably. Right. That and uh, I, I think like the biggest thing you gotta know is that you can you can feel the sense of personal growth when you see someone who's also been on the dating app <laughs> for that five or six year period mm-hmm. and decided, yeah. you know what, I'm better than them now, I'm not gonna swipe right this time, <laughs> right? You keep seeing them, keep swiping, yeah. Like you see the same person for six years, and you just say, like, It's like, huh, oh, well, that's just a bad sign, so that's why I think it's good to not be on the dating app so people don't know you're still on Tinder, like it's almost better to be like like oh man I, i've seen this guy for six years on this <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> yeah that's a great point like yeah. these chicks are probably seeing our mugs out there like oh jesus christ like these guys are, you know, they're still on here. It's so the same thing. I, can I Is go, it?
1: What does this guy's personality have to be? A guy that
2: hot? Who yeah. Just can't find. Everything. Yeah. This guy just of... has these all these zoomed in photos, and he but, can't find a girl. Like, that's are, are dating ridiculous. apps like
0: working against us? Like, just being on the dating app makes you more unattractive. I
1: honestly then, think that's. I think that's a turning point we're getting into. Like, maybe not so much for people who are you know 24 and younger, but I think that's going to be a big thing for us as we enter into our late thirties here,
2: late thirties or sorry,
1: late twenties. How old yeah. am I again? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so what do we do? What do we do, Jake?
1: I think if we can't get on,
0: on the apps.
1: Talking, they make us talking to people at the beach, talking to people at the bar, getting out there. Farmer's markets. 51, and I think it's just going to be about talking to girls in person. I think that's what it's, I think that's what this summer is
0: unheard of.
1: All be about, I know it's a radical strategy and I think what did I come up with any good idea oh yeah and and just going up and being like you know what I'm gonna I would have been a little upset with myself but I didn't do this I just want to come up and say hi I think you're my kind of type based on the vibe and looking at. uh do you want to chat right now is that something you're into being here at this place at this time with me walking up something like that I think is gonna have like a good success rate if they're into it and if they're not into it then it doesn't it doesn't matter who cares
2: yeah that's good that's good i feel like it can't be scripted though you know like i'd be a blubbering mess out there well you know like come at them stammering but did you uh (laughs) like uh,
1: that's what you're supposed to do is stutter through it so it makes it sound not scripted we run into the similar thing at work because i end up saying the same thing to quite a few clients all the time but you don't want to make it seem like you know you wrote it down not that i did but i just you know remember all the same things so it's so to get around that, one of the things you do is you sound a little less confident, or like you stutter through some of the things, or like you pause for a bit so you can seem like you're thinking about stuff. It's all about to kind of sounding slower than you actually are.
2: Dumb it down for them, right? Because yeah. I
1: thought like it
0: used to be an old, um, maybe not even old, but like this—I uh, don't know what, what the word is—cliche or something where guys like dumb women, but now we're we're reversing it. on them in a way like we're we're kind of dumbing ourselves down when we're approaching them right oh i
1: i want these women to feel so much smarter than me like these mm. beautiful babies
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm with you there man like totally with you there like i i show up just
1: kind of looking like an idiot and you know it's uh i mean like it it hasn't worked for me i guess but you know the the theory is there no we got to go dumber I think that's the yeah, I, I, this is where I think the you
0: face oil it, works it. here because it like it makes you look more nervous, like you've been nervously like you've been wake um, working up the nerves to approach this woman at the bar, let's say, yeah. or at the beach, and you're all. But in reality, you're just you've just been baking in the sun and layered up, you know, yeah, three and coats I, of tan. I, and I'm
1: sorry, I still have my off afternoon oil on. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah you get it so have you asked someone a stranger like a complete stranger not a friend of a friend or anything a complete stranger at the beach or some other outdoor location to to oil you up
2: before
1: oh god no uh i like i i I will burn my back before (laughs) someone to oil me up really yeah and i I can't imagine asking a stranger just being there at the beach by myself (laughs) you know it's it's an ice (laughs) yeah just like especially like whistle like (laughs) flag someone down just be like hey uh buddy
0: uh, i meant more like someone beside you like in your you're not whistling them down you're kind of you're around them maybe you've made eye contact and maybe it's another guy and he you see you see the maui babe on his towel and you think you can work
1: out an agreement a a trade a one-for-one trade yeah I, you know, I think it, it's possible, but like, I don't think you can do that. You know, you can't, that can't be a cold ask. You got to build a little bit of rapport for, it. so like, it wouldn't be like you post up, you do yourself and then you immediately ask the person beside you. I think it's like you post up, you lay there a bit, you, you mentioned some like non sequitur to the person beside you, and then maybe after 15 minutes when you want to flip and you maybe have a good, like, you know, pseudo relationship with this person already, you know, you've cracked a joke or two. Then maybe it's like, "Oh, by the way, man, uh, would you be able to be my back?" I think, uh, I think, I think that's the the way to do it. If you're so bold, yeah that
0: that sounds natural, as natural as can be.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best way to get someone to feel your back. Yeah, So I mean, no, if you could be a little more tender, I was doing deadlifts today. That'd be great. I mean, you, you can tell, but yeah.
2: There's there's nothing like. Having some friends oil you down, you know, or apply sunscreen to your back, you know, just watching the whole, the whole interaction has got to be just hilarious, you know, like it's just, uh, when else are you going to just, you know, put your hands on your buddy's back other than when you're, you know, roughhousing out there.
0: Oh well, yeah. We don't have yeah. enough excuses to touch each other non-sexually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're really capped to like high fives and like be on a chest bump, like right in situations.
2: Yeah. So is it, is it like an intimate moment or is it kind of like, let's get this, let's get this done with like I, slap I, it on, get it get him out of here, get to the next guy.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just like when you're doing it, like when it's guy on guy, you got to do it as fast as you can. Like you're pretty mm. much just like your five star is back the whole time.
2: Yeah. This is a good smear. Good. And slap then, like, and then
1: like, you got to like tap both of his sides twice and be like, yep. You're good, buddy. Yep.
2: <laughs> That's key. Dude. Oh, all right. Yeah. Jake. God, you're a big fashionista, guy. You're uh, you always follow the fashion.
1: Yeah, um, I think I'm
2: I'm late to the trend here, but I finally figured out that that baggy pants for women are in. They right? Are, they are in, but
1: like it's this weird little bit of in, right? Like a lot of like fashion you see is very oriented towards that late teen, early twenties crowd, right? So when I'm and then but and then the, the girls who wear the baggy jeans who are around our age. They're like kind of, they're like um very very chic baggy. Like they're not like they're not like baggy baggy. You know, like MC Hammer. They're they're more like just wearing straight leg jeans. A lot, right. a lot of girls in straight leg jeans that go above their hips. I don't get it, but you know if they like them, I guess
2: they like them. Is it coming back for for men? Is the question. <clears throat>
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I think all of men's <laughs> hot take, I think all of men's fashion is going to go towards something like what the Romans used to wear. You know, so it's just, you're showing a lot of leg, a lot of upper body, just stuff that really shows up your physique. I think mm. is what men's fashion is, you know, like you're tucking pants into your boots. And I say, so I think a lot of it, like it's like military, right? Like it trapezoids in and then it goes straight down to your legs. Like, I don't think baggy jeans are going to make a comeback. I think that was literally the only way they knew how to make jeans uh, at first.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Like, they kind of didn't figure out the whole angle. The whole angle thing just didn't work with the machines. You put this car together. It's
1: terrible. You wear it to work. You don't Mm -hmm. want it to be too tight. You want a lot of
2: room to breathe. It's hot out there. Yeah, big time. I, you know, I'd be all right if, the, if if everyone was into the baggy pants and I was wearing baggy pants out there, you know what? I'd be I'd be into it. You want to go back way to the 90s baggy? 90s baggy. I feel like I was a straight-leg jean kid until, like, grade 11, you know? And then what it's, were you? Did you, Ryan, you ride normal skinny jeans. jean phase? No, man. No skinny jeans for me. Can't, uh, can't restrict these pythons down here. I mean, it's right. just uh, –
1: yeah too, much.
2: Skater. Yeah. yeah. too much going on. <laughs> you got it. No, no, uh, no skinny jean phase. I mean, I feel like, uh, men's jeans have go- We've gone to the good point where we can just wear them. Like when they're properly fitted, we don't have to do too tight. Don't have to be super baggy. Like we got it. Yeah. We got just right, right now. And I, 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 I don't, weird... don't have to change it.
1: Yeah. I was actually chatting with a girl about something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause she was talking about, I was like, I got to pick my outfit for country night. And I was like, it's like, well, you know, I just got, you know, I got my one flannel. I'm just going to wear my one flannel. And she was like, oh, so much easier to be a guy. And I was like, no, I don't think, you know, how much effort it takes to find that one perfect flannel you're going to wear for the rest of your life. (laughs) And that goes the exact same thing for jeans. Like I'm trying to find the one pair of jeans. I all like, I'm only ever going to wear. Like Mm -hmm. I only ever wear, like you ever like talk like with some guy who's like 55 and it's like, I only buy Levi's 502s or like they only buy one thing of an article. It's like, that's, that's what being a guy is about. It's just trying to find that one item you're going to buy for the rest of your life.
2: And this is it. This is the peak phase. Like I feel like every dad out there, they're, you know, their fashion sense peaked when they're, you know, 20 in their late twenties. And after that, it's just, you don't, you don't give a shit anymore.
1: Yeah, you just find that, that one thing that you know you like wearing and then you only wear that. Yeah. but And free shirts.
2: <clears throat> oh, of course. That's a staple for everyone, yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right. Uh, what's going on with the convoy protesting these days? Like, why, I, I, why I are there still yeah, convoy course. protests happening in BC when pretty much every restriction has been lifted except for the vaccine cards for another week? Right. So like, who are these guys? Uh, what do yeah, they
1: want? I honestly I have no idea. Mm. Yeah,
2: I don't know what's
0: going on. I passed them the other day. <laughs> uh, I was like, what, conf- I was shocked, confused as to why they were still out convoying around. And then even my parents were telling me just yesterday that, you know, there was some more convoying going on over the weekend. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really I, understand. I, I don't we're even open see
1: convoy anymore. I just see, like, single individuals like just driving by themselves still with their rig and then like just by themselves and like or like people with like signs who are by themselves just giving everyone thumbs ups and like I, I just have no idea who these individuals are and mm. uh it doesn't really it, it doesn't inspire confidence
2: <laughs> not at all but I feel like Vancouver doesn't have the same community that we've seen being built here in in Kelowna Really great yeah, to see the community come together. <laughs> just, yeah. They really support each other out there. You know, they have uh, bake, bake-offs, um, you see, know, barbecue nights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I think they're still good. Uh, you know, it's still the same people out there that there were two months ago for Kelowna. Really, really incredible to see. Yeah,
1: well, it's a good thing they get government money for free. So, mm, Yeah, you get it. Yeah. you get
2: it. all right ryan,
0: yeah ryan um so today i was listening what was oh, what was that that was a, a ginger ale did you step on an eggshell That's a ginger ale. <laughs> i just cracked oh, an ice-cold ginger, ginger <laughs> ale yeah so you're you're okay let's scrap my
1: original yeah oh, you're, you're, you're on about to just 32 grams of sugar at 7 30 on a sunday
2: <laughs> how the hell did you know it was 32 grams yeah that, that's exactly it They're they're all 32 grand. You know, there's not real ginger in there. Mm. But it says made with real ginger on it.
0: So you're going to keep rolling with the ginger ales even after ski season.
2: They're kind of addicting, not going to lie. Is it going to be your thing? (laughs) Like,
1: like I just finished this one, and I kind of want
2: to (laughs) know. I just keep on (laughs) bowing back these ginger ales (laughs) like it's fucking (laughs) muscle milk here.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Do you think yeah.
0: it's um uh, like a placebo effect the way it it's it was settling your stomach and even your hangovers or is it is it actually working oh, yeah, actually, oh the power the, the is in the ginger ale
2: for sure. It's okay. got you, like the right balance is it better than uh, kombucha. Oh god yeah. Yeah, kombucha doesn't have enough uh, enough fizz and it doesn't have any like a bottle for me to crack. You know it wow. like I have to crack open a cold one like it kind of mm-hmm. Like, just that sound is kind of, like, enough to be, like, oh, like, okay. yeah, very like,
1: good,
2: feeling better already. But, yeah, shout out to Ginger Ale, uh, specifically Canada Dry. I think we might have talked on this before, but Schweppes is dog shit compared to Canada Dry, and anyone yeah. who says otherwise yeah. is just a liar. We
0: um, have, have turned have down drama, offers some Schweppes. Mm. Canada Dry only.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, i was listening to uh the happiness lab podcast this morning and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't guess what happened ryan ryan specifically because this is um related to something we talked about the uh the hamburger origin came up again
2: no way okay and
0: uh, so we have another someone they claim that the original, at least American hamburger, is from a place called Louis Lunch in New Haven. And mm. um, yeah, it just goes back to New Haven. Yes, c- Connecticut. Yes, Louis Lunch. Works, um, yeah. They have a whole story about uh, one day in 1900, they came up with
2: this hamburger. Mm. What do you so think? Nothing to do with Hamburg, Germany. Or the fact that like pork could be in there. So that's where the ham comes from.
0: No, um, I don't know if it actually, once again, it it kind of tiptoes around how they actually named it hamburger. Hmm. I think they don't. He talks about, you know, a blend of ground steak trimming between two slices of toast um but i don't they don't really say anything about how they they came up with the name hamburger but yes yes there's many there's claims that it came from hamburg germany Uh, we were trying to figure this out on the ski lifts uh jake uh a few weeks ago we're trying to come up with you know why is it called hamburger and where did where did a hamburger come from turns out there's a lot of conflicting reports about the origins of hamburger
1: yeah wow i can't believe I'm, i'm trying to look it up right now and it's just uh yeah, no, it, it wasn't even really used until 1860.
2: Oh, that's early. Earlier than... That, uh, that
1: is early, yeah. That's earlier
2: than 1900.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I don't... But That could have just been because of Hamburg, Germany, right?
2: But I yeah. mean, like, guys, like, how hard is it to invent this? Like, did ground beef... When did ground beef get invented? Because it can take people that long to figure this shit out, you know? Uh, it could. Like, bread. bread's already there. You got the beef. You grind it up, like people. Like there's like it just seems like a like a no brainer. It's like saying who invented bread, right?
0: Who like, did invite invent bread?
2: Bread's always been there.
0: Has it?
1: Yeah. No, so they, bread has to be discovered. Like it's bread was like, before uh, man. It's, it's like a uh, like like it's like these science equations have to be discovered, not invented. Mm. So someone discovered bread somehow. and uh, Like a planet. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know how they discovered bread, but I want to know what else this guy was trying to discover. Because, you know, he wasn't just only trying for bread. Right. He's putting everything together. He's throwing it on top of the fire. And,
2: yeah. Yeah, but, like, the whole ground beef thing, like, that's not... That's not difficult stuff here. People like, come on. But I mean, like w- when did they start Easy to say like, 2022,
1: Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Ryan h- how long do you think it took him to start like blending beef? Because ground beef, like, cause they, maybe they only like, you know, cut it into steaks. Like when, yeah, that's what I was thinking. The like ranch they, they ranch didn't ranch. have
2: access to the ground, the ground beef until 18, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when that, once that's been invented, then it's just like a natural progression to the hamburger. I don't I know, but I bet
1: you someone like tried is It's like, yeah, see, so we, we blended it all up. We put it into this little puck shape and now we're going to fry it. And then someone was just like, why don't you just do it as a steak when you originally cut it? Like, why'd you blend it and, and make it into a circle?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This would be a hot topic at the, the local diner. Yeah. But, yeah, I could, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Lots yeah, of questions. I see
1: myself get into an argument just being the, 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 the conservative steakist be like, why'd you why'd you blend it? Like <laughs> yeah. what,
2: what did this do? This is the fucking mean, do that? tastes yeah. this
1: tastes worse. It's greasy. <laughs>
2: yeah. You managed to fuck up the steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no I kidding. send it back. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> that's interesting, great. Um mm-hmm. see that our best minds are are all on occupied by this question of where. The name hamburger it's came it's,
0: it's one of the, like it's um it's the just one of the most yeah did you say eighth wonder of the world yeah yeah pretty much it's i don't know if we're ever gonna have like the one true answer here yes hmm.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah maybe
1: in, maybe in the year 2100
2: we'll have the answers then all right jake handjob socialism Backdoor democracy coming to Canada. What the hell is going on here? What's with all this? What's with all these hand jobs? Where's all the socialism? When? Why is it happening? Conservatives it's, uh, are it's, outraged.
1: It's, Jake, it's it, it's buzzwords to garner the attention of teenagers, so they think they should have opinion on the uh, on uh, on things that be right. Like it's just it's just throwing buzzwords out there for people who don't read, so they can be like, it's like, oh, this is bad and they're using sex terms so maybe I'll be it's the exact same thing as like when Michael Scott came into the office and it would be like sex or orgasm it's like <laughs> yeah. it's just a headline grabbing tool so they can throw out terms like socialism and yeah and communism just so they could make people think that that's what's going on because it somehow became a headline because they put the sex word in front of it for people who don't you know read about these things who so just being like oh this is social and this should be bad because Uh, The textbooks I never read said they said nothing about it. And the guys who also didn't
2: read them said it's going to be bad. You know, it's just uh, it's weird. Yeah, the great kind of lingual compromise, some might say. (laughs) Um, You know, I love to uh, love to see it, actually. It kind of like that kind of headline just makes me makes me laugh inside, like out loud, maybe a little bit, too. Uh, Just great to see. You know, conservatives just coming up with their... They're trying to be more American, I think, in their in their politics. You know, trying to be a little bit more outrageous. But they, they're they still... They can't quite do it. You know, there's something that Yeah, it's going that... to become
1: tabloid. That
2: uh, was a tabloid uh, politics pretty soon, where they're really just...
1: You know, they're just throwing things to the wall and seeing what sticks as fast and as loud as they can.
2: Yeah, 100%. This is in reference to the recent... Coalition between the liberal and NDP federal governments, folks. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you should, yeah, just Google all this backdoor socialism stuff, shit, if you're concerned about it. Um, Folks, we got a good uh, 10 minutes left on our targeted runtime here. I just want to make sure we get through Jake's top three book recommendations. Oh, right. 2022. Take it to you, Jake.
0: Let's hear them.
2: Okay, so coming in
1: at number one, so there is, I I liked every book I read last year, but for books recommending reading, uh, I gave this one to Ryan, The Dawn of Everything, A New History of Humanity by David Graeber and David Wengrow. It's, uh, I don't know, it's just a really good anthro sociology book. It's talking about like, uh, how did we even get through inequality and kind of seeks to reframe that debate. Asking questions like how did inequality happen? How did we get stuck? And just how stuck are we? And uh, it's just it's it, it they do a good job of going through everything from a different lens and kind of uh, seek to reframe questions not from being purely uh, we're bad people or purely we're good people by nature. Just by uh, you know everyone's different. <clears throat> okay, so that's number one. That was a good one.
2: Like you said, you <laughs> number one. By the way. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was my number one? No, that that was your number one, wasn't no it? No reveal. No. Oh, that was that idea. was my.
1: First, yeah. No reveal. I like <laughs> yeah. to start hot, and then you can see what else.
2: <laughs> Work about. backwards, like really grab those, <laughs> grab everyone's attention.
1: Yeah. Now, now that I got your attention with the hot one, uh, coming in at number two, I really liked uh, this one called "Propaganda: The Formation of Men's Attitude" by Jacques Salot. and it's good for people who kind of have an idea. About uh, you know uh, how how I guess uh, dialectic uh, uh, understanding and interpretation works for how uh, propaganda came about. Especially, it was written on the offset of World War II. I think in like the 50s, and uh, he does a very very deep dive through there, uh, and then just uses a lot of you know Hitler and Stalin uh, and uh, America at the time to show how these different uh, strategies were enacted. In that world. Yeah, he he was not a big fan of uh giving private individuals radios. He thought that was (laughs) uh that would like he thought that could only be bad. So I'm assuming he'd be stoked if he was alive today. And then uh number three, this one was great, a little bit different, called The Domesticated Brain by Bruce Hood. Uh just going all over, it's like, why do we care about other people think? Like, how did our brains evolve to shape our behavior? And then how did like uh how did how big of a role did social interaction play? over the year and like how you know dependent are we on being domesticated to you know each of our neighbors kind of really good book that one's an easy read I think that's uh it's just a good one if you're interested in thinking about how we think I guess they're all good for that uh each of them are good in their own different ways thinking about how you think I guess that was the theme of books for me circa 2021 and those are my top three there you go yeah if you you want to be smart like us you guys
2: have questions on them or did you guys have any like yeah, I'm just uh, still working through uh, the one you gave me. And it's uh, it's a thick
1: read. It's a big book, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: No, you, that one is, you know, you don't have to read it all in one go because it's all, you know, different things, different pieces together. So that's a good one if you just want to do, like, mm-hmm. you know, a light like chapter here and there over the course of, like, a year. Like, it's yeah. I don't know, it's, it's a history book, so it's not like you have to worry about, like, things changing, right? So it's, it's, it's a good one for being a slow read if you want something – to, you know be interesting before bed one time
2: yeah good call and i feel but like this course, has been your your pandemic like hobby for, oh, long, yeah. for a better I phrase just, like I this would, is what you've done to yeah to get through and just diving into, into the books
1: yeah just diving in and writing about them yeah pretty much pretty much that it was a. Uh, it's been nice i thought it'd be a challenge like i kept setting it's like well, oh, i want to read 24 books this year i want to read 30 and, uh, it, it, hasn't been hard. It's not really a challenge. So I think I got to find a hobby that's challenging. And, uh, yeah, so that, but you know, that just circles back to talking to girls at the beach, right?
2: Oh. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you thought about writing a book? Oh yeah. Everyone thinks about writing a book. I, it would be horrible though. It just, what, what were the, what was the working title? It's like the story of Jake Carey. Uh, also a story of love, romance, action, uh, and other things I, 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 I couldn't finish the title i tried to make it up
2: yeah, yeah. And so, I'd okay. buy that.
0: it seems like you put a lot of thought into it already yeah oh yeah might no, be right on everything yeah it might be worth following up for the next couple of years
2: yeah we'll oh, see oh, yeah, where yeah. our land might end down. up
1: yeah oh yeah yeah
2: Just i mean like once reading gets too easy i think you got to turn to writing a book
1: you know yeah it's the same thing as uh, it's the consumer versus producer economy it's like you'd much rather be a producer at some point because you can only consume so much what mm-hmm. if you
0: started producing your own um or you started narrating doing like uh books, doing audiobooks and do all the accents
1: yeah yeah uh <laughs> i don't know if i have the most uh exciting voice for talk oh radio. no that's
2: uh, where you're wrong jake
1: yeah, I, I, I don't I sadly I don't have, you know, the kind of voices my two favorite uh, uh, podcast personalities, Ryan and Kurt. Oh, God, our voices are horrible. Yeah, no, you, guys, you guys sound just like you look like. It's great. That, <laughs> that could be good or bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Jake. And yeah. thanks for
1: coming on. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I love I love coming on. We've got a countdown. It's,
0: it's crazy. We haven't done the Zoom thing since Paul Flarge. Yeah, I'm man. seeing and at the top. Yeah, well, there's a countdown before
2: Paul. we all get booted off of here. Yeah. yeah I like the idea of just keeping the conversation going, and then it just cuts at some point regardless. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, curious what happens. That. Like, I don't think Zoom has the balls to kick us off in three minutes and you want two wanna... seconds
1: Ryan? i'm you want to sure risk they it? have the balls to do that it's not like it's some guy who's just sitting behind them they just have it
2: coded <laughs> yeah, there's some guy they're gonna give us a free upgrade i bet you'd they be like oh i see you're pretty close to your time how about a free upgrade right, folks they're... no oh no
0: it's gonna end it's 100 gonna end the question is is it gonna keep the audio or not right yeah, we'll have to it, I think it'll end for sure. They'll just cut us off,
1: cut no, us off and there. then we'll lose all the audio. <laughs> it wouldn't well, be I mean, the first time. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, oh, like we've we lost. Times. Was it? It was with me where we lost the audio. It was just
2: like, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back when we were doing the tryouts, tryouts. you just yeah, I <laughs> just had to cut in all this audio <laughs> of, <Yeah>. of you <laughs> to make the time lag work.
1: Yeah. Oh, these, these, these podcast memories. So good. Mm. I feel like we used to put a lot more effort into our
0: podcast back then. Spent a lot of time in post-production. Nowadays, we kind of, we're kind of in a nice groove. We know what we're doing here. So yeah, we I, was gonna say, I don't know if
1: you're putting in less effort. I think you just know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. We're vets, veterans. Yeah. yeah slap a sticker on there. Throw it out. We've turned down multiple professional
1: jobs with some
0: um, big, yeah, corporations I, didn't, didn't, uh,
1: didn't spotify co- uh, contact you guys want you guys to only put your podcast on spotify
2: no they, yes. they said that only Something if we like use the n-word i think on our show so had to uh had to decline yeah
1: uh, all right i got a kind of a highbrow bit but i don't know if it's uh, i think it might be too highbrow for uh the podcast because i was thinking about it today
2: you, you think uh, we're but, stupid
1: No, 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 not not, not just, uh, you know, it's a little on the edge. I don't know what your left-leaning
2: listeners, so I don't know what their thoughts are on this stuff. All right, well, you got a minute and 30 seconds. We won't won't know until you spit it out. Uh, Okay, (laughs) all right, sounds good. Is it ever okay
1: to, like, you you know, you say you're walking home uh, and you get inside your door and there's your wife sitting there and she's knitting. Is it ever okay to say, what up, my knitter? Like is that cool? Mm. That's funny, right? Or is that too on the on the nose?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see where uh, you're going for that.
1: That was on Bob's Burgers, and then and then like so. Depending on what your answer is in regards to that, like would it be worse to say knitter?
2: Yes, yes. the hard yes. R is always yeah, worse. The hard, even are, even the hard r-, r is actually sure. a word. Yeah, we can all we can all agree that the hard R is is a worse worse to go for here I like
0: you're just with your
2: right.
1: wife
0: in your own home and you're just saying oh no, no like that,
1: that's Nitter. just like frame it it's like in the sense that like, like what what are these words even saying at this point why am I afraid to say uh like mm. the latter one why am I afraid to say right. like if I was describing myself on a resume I say oh you know like I'm a surfer I'm a knitter I'm into hiking stuff like that like I wouldn't say like the former it's all depending on like the the framing that you say it right right like so that so is so so is it okay or is it not okay (laughs) (laughs) what's the answer well i i'm a little confused to be honest oh Oh, shoot did i butcher it okay (laughs)